You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. I just want to say that if you do not sell, if you do not celebrate the European white man's holidays, which are like Christmas, Thanksgiving, and all that other shit, why are you cooking a seven-course meal in the middle of the week? If you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, why are you up at the crack of dawn on fucking Thursday making turkey dressing, yams, greens, mac and cheese, pound cakes, peach cobblers, banana pudding, sweet potato pie, and some other shit? Y'all are full of shit. That's what I want to say. You're full of shit. I don't know what y'all stand the game by thinking you being so different while being exactly the same as the rest of us, but cut that shit out. Cut that shit out. Cut that shit out. Enjoy this Hallmark holiday. Eat your goddamn food. Do your Black Friday shopping if you so choose. And sit your your ass down. You you are not the king of woke because you don't act, because you don't say you celebrate Thanksgiving, but you make Thanksgiving food. Because if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, you would not be cooking all like that in the middle of the fucking week. You would be door dashing like a motherfucker. On this land. You'd be eating pork and beans and weenies. Ramen noodle poppy. Remember when we had a show titled Beanies and Weenies? (laughs) (laughs) I forget for what. (laughs) That shit was funny. (laughs) Just cut that bullshit out. Take your day off and go. Take your holiday pay and go. Which is what most black people do anyway. <laughs> I've never like, seen black people celebrate what America says is Thanksgiving. We normally use it as a time to eat, drink, be merry, and get together with families and friends from near and far. That's it. That's something to be thankful for. We do not celebrate all in pilgrims and Indians ass bullshit. We use that as a time to celebrate with our loved ones because if this pandemic has taught us nothing is that your loved ones can be here today and gone tomorrow. Uh, ain't that the truth? But see, so this is don't also why you know Dr. Slomar ass nigga talking about you don't celebrate Dr. Thanksgiving. Slomar. While you sitting up here eating a whole fucking plate of holiday food and let's be honest it's holiday food like yes sometimes you might get in the mood for a little bit of soul food throughout the year but we know that thanksgiving is the amp up of holiday food season at some point between thanksgiving and new year's you're gonna eat some holiday food like all of a sudden and it's you gonna just... get quiet and then it's gonna pop back up for easter and that's going to be the end of the holiday food season. It's going to be barbecue season. You celebrated. All, all of a you sudden, just you, broke, just hear, bitch. you just hear DJ drama for the holiday season playing in the background with your be in the kitchen. Like, come on. Like, I mean, play with somebody else. Just don't play with me. And I really don't care if you don't celebrate thanksgiving that's not my thing but i know too many people who do thanksgiving shit while screaming about they don't celebrate thanksgiving you picked a random thursday the last thursday of the month to get together and play spades and eat turkey and dressing you celebrate thanksgiving (laughs) 
the good thing is you can make Thanksgiving what you want it to be for you. you just be thankful for your loved ones. You could just be thankful you got a job. You can be thankful you made it through the pandemic. Some of y'all don't deserve to make it through the pandemic. <laughs> and that new variant gonna, gonna show us just who don't. Ooh. Mm, mm, mm. It's another variant. Mm, and it's a variant that has originated in Africa. And I yep. know we talk about how lazy and lackluster the American response has been to COVID and the variations of COVID, but we need to talk about these other countries too. They too have not handled COVID well. They too have not put a hard stance on vaccination so that this fucking disease can stop mutating all over the fucking place. Put your motherfucking mask on, get vaccinated, get your booster. If your kids is uh, five and up, get them vaccinated, put the mask on their ass, get them a booster when it's time to get them a booster and stop being fucking stupid. Yes. But happy holidays. Everybody, everybody stop being stupid. Everybody. Even, everybody, even not so, just even, Americans, everybody. Yeah, and and that includes some of you vaccinated folks that's walking around like you Teflon, like you still can't contract the shit. Everybody and, stop yeah. being stupid. And let me repeat this in layman terms, because I know sometimes it's hard to turn on the news and hear all that wealth of information shot at your uh, empty ass head at one time. Um, just because you vaccinated don't mean you'll get it. it. Just means it's highly unlikely that you will suffer the same fate as a lot of unvaccinated people. But the pro- the biggest issue here with vaccinated people catching it is that they are they're more they're still going to spread it to people who are not vaccinated, and that includes people who are immunocompromised but can't yet be vaccinated. I don't know if y'all know this, but like people who take blood thinners and stuff like that, they had to they had to take a step back before they could get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Small kids, babies can't be vaccinated just yet. You don't want that kind of guilt on your conscience when you could have set your ass at home and put your mask on when you ran to the grocery store. Correct. Happy Thanksgiving. I hope y'all food was good. I know y'all place was ugly, but that's every year. Y'all place gonna be ugly because that's just how they is. Okay. <laughs> but just because you play ugly don't mean the food good. I've told y'all before time and time again. Um, a lot of good food don't photograph well. And if you are gonna photograph it, you gotta photograph it coming straight up out the oven or off the stove before everybody then dug into it and put it on their plate. And put it on Instagram. Yeah, you got to catch that turkey before you slice it up. Mm. You got to get that pot of dressing before you dig the spoon in it. Same with your macaroni cheese, same with your yams, same with your greens. Shit, Some shit just don't photograph well once you see it in the small portion. Sometimes you just got to see the bigger picture. Mm. Let me see what the pan look like. But some of y'all grandma dressing is dry as um, menopausal pussy, and y'all had a rough Thursday. We back. Here. Speaking of rough Thursday, shout out to all the black people that learn how to play spades for the first time. Don't come to my house trying to learn how to play spades for the first time on a major holiday. <laughs> you need to do 
you need to do your due diligence and ask somebody to teach you for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Matter of fact, you should have been learning at the cookouts all summer, but you're lazy. So don't come over here trying to talk about so how we play this game. We, we don't play nothing. You go to the you go fix you a plate and leave us alone. Because I'm trying to get books. I'm trying to run a motherfucker off the table. You, you know, and you, I can't and I can't do that with you talking about. So what card you gonna play next? <laughs> you out here talking like London. So what else you gonna do? <laughs> you need a motherfucker who learn who know how to read the board, not trying to learn the board. Exactly. Welcome to Ratchet Ramblings. It's me, Candace. Not so newlywed PC on all social media. That's Jeremy. What's up, Blake underscore Dante on social media. Uh, don't ask us about Facebook. Go to the show pages on Facebook if you want to interact with us. That's the best we could give you. We don't really get them much on Facebook because they're crazy. Good luck, everybody. They even crazy on Twitter, but whatever the case may be. Um, before we jump into it, what is the little birdies twerping about with Portia? The insider is saying that Portia and Dennis was still fucking, and Portia popped up engaged to Simon while Simon and Fallon was supposed to be working on their marriage. Mm. Says Dennis put on the front and was acting like he was happy for Portia because he didn't want to look like he was going out sad. But they say behind the scenes, Dennis is giving and making Portia life's hell. Mm. Don't be a Dennis, be a Fallon. Fallon moved on. Fallon and got divorced. Fallon is pregnant by somebody else. Fallon is living her best life. Don't be a hot dog, man. Be a Fallon. Honestly, I mean, considering what Dennis put Portia through in the first place, I mean, that's kind of he got a lot of fucking nerve. Yeah, (laughs) because it wouldn't be no space for assignment had you not been cheating on Portia while she was pregnant. Right. (laughs) So I mean, we can start again. Even even if Portia did double back to some familiar dick, it don't mean she want to forgive you, forget, or move on with you. It means she had an itch; it needed scratching. And that's what happened. And y'all was back fucking anyway. So honestly, no harm, no foul. You did some fuck shit. She did fuck shit. Y'all two fucked up people. It is what it is. It is what it, what it is. is. Uh, Listen, y'all still, to... y'all still got a little hot dog bun. PJ, it's fine. Mm. Mm, it's fine. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it. <laughs> <laughs> Not today, Satan. <laughs> Listen, it's, it's, it take a bun to raise a dog. I mean, I'm just saying. You know, oh, it's my fine. God. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, we're going to get into these shows. We got four shows. Okay. We're going to be covering the Real Housewives of Potomac uh, reunion part two. We're going to be covering... Black Ink Chicago. We're going to be discussing the season finale of Love and Marriage Huntsville. And we're going to be talking about the messy bitches over in Salt Lake City because I got a dragon in my spirit for Jen and I'm going to tie it all back into the first season. Y'all going to be like, oh my God, bitch, you was doing your homework this weekend. You couldn't wait to get on this fucking microphone and clown. And the answer is you're right. I couldn't. So here we are. Let's hop in with part two of the reunion. This reunion needed to be two parts max. Because I feel like when Andy tries too hard to spread it out for ratings for multiple parts, um, it gets a little dry. 
It dra- yeah, it drags on. And he does it, this. It drags a little bit. He, he does this a lot. So we're not gonna really we're not gonna really do a full deep dive. We're gonna cover the key parts. Um and and then we're just gonna move on to the next show. First things first. For a bitch with a head that big, you got a memory that's very fucking small, Ashley Darby, because the audacity of you to sit on that fucking stage and say that Michael Darby has never been overtly sexual with anybody on the show. I am so glad that Andy clocked your motherfucking tea. Mm. Michael Darby is a fucking predator and we all know it. He has been called out multiple times for being inappropriate both physically and verbally with other m- husbands on the show and the crew on the Hell, show even her. they rode the footage of you grabbing somebody's butt without consent and here go ashley rape apologist ass sexual assault apologist ass talking about do it count if they liked it it don't it still is assault you didn't have consent full stop and I'm tired of seeing you sit your big forehead, little neck ass up there laughing like that shit is okay. Yeah, for better it's or worse, not. for better or worse, which is very, very worse, she is committed to this white man, and his money. So she is doing whatever she can to stay in his good graces, and that includes looking like a fucking fool about a song. And while I did appreciate Andy clocking her for that. And friend, you know, I it, it, particularly me, uh, both of us, but particularly me, I've said it before. I will say it again. And I will continue to beat this drum and this dead horse until it happens. The fact that her and Michael are still allowed to be on this show, while I did appreciate him clocking her, it's also, Andy, you got to eat shit because you clocking her, but still letting both of them be on this show when you know that Michael is a sexual predator. All right. So it's like Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Cause like this, this is your show. This is your franchise. Yeah, this network, these your franchise. You got say if you clocking her for lying about this shit, why not clock her and her husband off the fucking show as they need to be? Exactly. I also want to talk about how uh Candace clocked y'all for body shaming too. Y'all do that a lot. Y'all have talked about other women's titties being saggy. Y'all spent the first half of the season trying to body shame Wendy for having plastic surgery. Y'all made disparaging comments about Mia having clit rejuvenation and all kind of shit. You y'all have a history of body shaming and talking about the other women's looks, talking about the other women's uh, economic and financial status and their husband's financial status. So I just again, we are in a place where y'all throw it and then cry when the person with the with the filthiest, most vile mouth pitch it back to you. Mm. admittedly Candace has the most vile mouth on that show her return to senders always go above and beyond and it has caused her to get her weave snatched a time or two mm-hmm. but she does nothing differently than what y'all do yeah. 
And I'm gonna be honest. I know it's easier said than done when you tell somebody you need to cut their parent off. Candace needs to distance herself from her mom and go to therapy and heal. I don't care how many good things your mom has accomplished in her professional life and things of that nature. Dorothy is very ugly and abusive to Candace and Chris for no reason. Yeah. And the reason Candace is the way that she is, is because of Dorothy. We've said that honestly since their inception on this damn show. And I appreciated Chris coming out and, and calling Giselle and a few others out. Because how are you riding somebody coattails for some shit you don't even get paid for? <laughs> that man is a glorified fucking secretary for his wife. It's time. And I wish they had just, well, that was probably said, but the way it was edited, it was probably made to seem like he was her official manager and was being paid and such like that. I'm very glad Chris Bassett came and set the record straight in that he does not manage Candace. He helps handle certain tasks like keeping her schedule together. He's he's a glorified he's an unpaid assistant. Yeah. He's being a husband basically. Basically, he's a glorified assistant. He returned emails, he returned phone calls, he put shit on her calendar on her schedule. He is not managing her. He is not helping her get deals. He is not responsible for that stuff. And I'm glad that he straightened everybody's hand on that. Because again, what he's doing is what a loving husband should be doing when their wife is actually out here chasing a fucking dream. Yeah. Truly. Now she can't chase a note, but that's neither here nor there. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Like her, too- like that wig she had on, she be flat. <laughs> that goddamn part flat is- like that wig, she is flat. Write that uh, down. <laughs> Write that down. Because, <laughs> boy, when I tell you that flat wig was sitting on her head like an helmet, <laughs> well, I didn't know if Candace was on the Potomac reunion or she was playing for the Detroit Lions, but that shit was like a fucking helmet. Uh, yeah, God that shit was terrible. It looked like a bonnet. <laughs> it looked like some little house on the prairie shit. Real bonnets of Potomac. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> um. So yes, I enjoy. I, that. I, listen, I'm sorry, but I I enjoy White Chris. I'm sorry, I do. <laughs> I do too, and I want to talk about Ashley and this excuse for why Michael Darby never has on his wedding ring. Mm. That man could lift them old ass hands up to get in everybody guts but yours, but mm. all of a sudden he got a he got a disease that's similar to arthritis and he can't wear red and wing. Mm. Bitch, stop playing with us. He got a disease, all right. His disease is unfaithfulness. That's his disease. Yep. His disease that's- is he just wants you for a trophy wife and a baby. For- and a baby factory, but he wanna he wanna fuck you and everybody else too. <laughs> that, that's what his disease is. Yep. Exactly. His disease is being a white man. <laughs> oh, God damn, Jeremy shit. 
I'm sorry. Go continue, Fred. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, I, you are the most. You lack the most self awareness on this show next to Candace. You lack yeah. the most self awareness on this show. Which is hilarious that they can't get along. Exactly. Um. I need Mia. You weird. And I'll be honest, I, I was excited for a new girl, but please bring Monique back because seeing a 40 plus year old woman with multiple kids sit on social media and blatantly lie about another woman's husband on the show, another one of her co-workers and castmates' husband trying to eat her ass and shit, that shit is weird. Of all the digs you could take at somebody, why are you bringing somebody's husband into it when you was crying bloody murder when Ashley said she had Alzheimer's? Right. It wasn't yeah. funny. And it was also weird you talking about, uh, you. why was you so upset that Wendy said that Eddie didn't want to fuck none of y'all? Right. Isn't that what you would want? That you wouldn't want your co-worker and, and castmates friend, husbands to like what do you want to fuck him? Like, why would you take offense to that? I don't know. Get me off honest. this damn show. I'm gonna be honest. Wendy is prettier than you. Uh-oh. I know you think because you light skin that your face card never declines, but you should be so lucky. Well, you not, well, if we was to be honest, if we was to be honest, you like kind of at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to the, to the ranking of looks on that show, Mia, if we was to be honest. Yeah. You're saying. Giselle and Karen sit at the top of the totem pole. I agree. Giselle yeah. is very ugly inside, but that is a that is a stunning woman. I agree. Karen is a gorgeous woman, and she's sixty years old. Right. Robin, they, bad yeah. hair and fashions at all. Face card does not decline. Candace, she's a beautiful woman. Wendy is gorgeous. If Monique was there, you would be in dead last. Monique would be at the top of the totem pole. So you talking about uh, Eddie couldn't look you in the eyes. Yeah, he didn't look you in the eyes because your skin looked fucked up. (laughs) Nigga did not want to look at all them craters on your motherfucking face. He'd rather look at his wife. He didn't look at you because you got grayscale, girl. That's (laughs) why. You look look like Jorah Mormont. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) The real White Walkers of Potomac. (laughs) (laughs) but yes get me off this damn show i have not gave gave a damn about me since the first episode of this season get me off this goddamn show um i will say that i don't have anything for that lady that's going to be hosting on tonight's episode but that bitch is asking the questions that we all want want to be asked she is going to ask ashley if you had a hundred million dollars in the bank would you still be fucking michael darby 
And the question is more than likely, hell no. Nah. Mm-hmm. She so would. That's the only reason she with this old white man and being stupid about some shit that she knows is true, and which is like I said earlier that this man is a predator. She gonna bring up Eddie following all the booty models on Instagram. She gonna Mitch! bring up. I mean, it's Instagram. Not only that, I mean, you're right. I agree. You married to a sexual predator. I I wasn't even gonna bring that up, but that's also a good point. But I was gonna say this is the same motherfucker that like literally had a belt down and was going on around about you know these Instagram holes trying to take good men and blah blah blah. So that's why I was like, because you know, I haven't seen the preview for the night episode, so I'm hearing this from you for the first time. So that's why I was like, but ain't you the same that mm. That that lady is, and she gonna t- she gonna ask Candace to sing live, <laughs> and Candace is gonna refuse to do it, and I'm here for that. <laughs> she said Candace need to sing without all that auto tune. Okay, okay, fuck that lady, but that is funny. <laughs> so, okay, that's hilarious. I'm sorry, that is funny, cause nigga. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. All right. All right. That was fine. Okay. I think that's all I had for the reunion. Yeah, that's all I had as well. We're going to shoot on over to Chicago and we're going to talk about Black Ink Chicago. And I don't. So let me just say this Ryan was being weird as fuck to the British guy. I can't remember his name. Um, It's all behind. behind kitty because it his reason for not coming in had nothing to do with kitty and i feel like it was just a breakdown in communication because y'all should have y'all should have clarified what was meant by a guest spot on both ends ryan was expecting him to be in there every day tattooing and he just wanted to come in and do a guest spot and tattoo a couple of clients here and there while Mm -hmm. he was there that was a breakdown in communication that had nothing to do with Kitty. We have called Kitty goofy for how this situation played out, but I don't think this was one of those instances where she had anything to do with it. Yeah. I feel like they just added that part in for, for the drama because that, you know, that's still kind of quote unquote fresh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I want to move. I want to move on to the big elephant in the room. The big Charmaine, you know what? That was me. <laughs> yeah, that was the, that was it. The big Charmaine, Charmaine <laughs> Walker Bay is a horrible friend, a horrible boss, and a horrible person because you jumped head first into this man's relationship because you refused to take accountability for how piss poor you have been running your tattoo shop, and mm. you then took it out on the one person who has kept your tattoo shop up and going Mm. in your absence. And that is Prince. That is what I have a problem with. And I am very, very fucking glad that Ryan told you you were out of line and whatever was going on between Prince and Drea was nobody's business. It had nothing to do with the shop and you played your fucking self. And I also want to say, for a bitch who was a Don side bitch, you should, mm. you should talk about nobody cheating. Mm. Bitch, you was in the shop helping niggas cheat in the mm. old dime egg. What is you mm. talking about, bitch? Mm. 
You was helping niggas cheat in the old nine mag. Mm. You was the shop run through. Mm. You have a history of stabbing people in the back who have looked out for you. You did the same fucking thing to Ryan. Because, bitch, you are not that far removed from having your car repossessed because your finances were so fucking awful. And Ryan took your stupid ass to the impound lot and helped you get your motherfucking car. Mm. And then you turned around and tried to pull a coupe and take nine mag from him. Mm. Bitch, your behavior old and new is not lost on us, but what you are is married to a pussy ass nigga who don't know how to put his motherfucking wife in place when she wrong. Cause mm. you wrong. You are fucking wrong. <clears throat> like you imagine. that man an apology, not just for getting in his personal business, but for how you treated him at that tattoo convention. I wouldn't have paid you no boo friend either, bitch. I would have took my money right up out your boo friend. Yep. Like imagine. Okay. Go ahead, friend. Like imagine, because cause I'm glad that you brought Nick up. Because remember, this was the same motherfucker a few episodes ago that was like, you know, you know, you know, what he said, like bad vibes and bad energy, snake energy from like what from Dawn and all this type of shit. And it's like imagine saying that when your wife is Charmaine and the shit that she has done does do and is continuing to do like just imagine like imagine saying everybody else is the problem when you married to Charmaine see this is like this this, I'm gonna say this friend I'm gonna say see this is this make it a point be more like white Chris on Potomac don't be like Neek on Black Ink Chicago be a partner mm. that will hold your partner accountable for their fuck shit. Not blindly go along with their fuck shit. Period. Period. Yeah. Don't go along to fucking get along. Mm-hmm. Don't let your partner be out here looking the fuck stupid because you too afraid to call them out on their bullshit. Mm-hmm. Is That's what I want to say. Then I really, really hope that Prince break up with this bitch that Charmaine's friend because we saw this bitch flip flopping more than a fucking little bit in this in this episode when she's sitting along with Charmaine. She talking about she felt like in her heart someone right. She could feel it before Charmaine said something and this that and the third Prince blow up and like I I fuck everything up in here. And it's I didn't I didn't ever believe it. I knew it was nothing. Is it Uchi Wally or one Mike? Do you right. believe it or is you calling bullshit? What you doing is which one is it? Face. You was yeah you was playing in that man's face, and that man came. First of all, I don't give a fuck how pregnant and emotional and sad you are. You don't get to run around disrespecting people who are not disrespecting you. You running around calling that man a bitch and everything under the sun. First of all, you don't know what the fuck that man is capable of. You pregnant and by yourself with another woman. I'm sure the production staff wouldn't allow nothing to happen, but it goes to show you don't know what the fuck people are capable of. Another nigga would have slapped the fuck out of you, pregnant or not. 
And let me talk about the type of bitch Nikki is. Another man get on your wife's phone on FaceTime, hollering and screaming, hooping and hollering. Hang up in your face, throw your wife's phone, and instead of you saying, oh, I'm, I'm, instead of you getting in your car and bringing your ass up there, you call back on FaceTime like, let it go, bro. Just let it go. <laughs> like what? Well, I mean, how do that fucking work? Well, shit. If you can't expect him to, if you, I mean, if he don't, if he don't, oh uh, shit. What I'm trying to say, if he don't stand up to Charmaine, shit, ain't no way he's standing up to another to another man, shit. <laughs> I was like, this is really weird. Like it, it was, it made no sense whatsoever. Yeah, I mean it's also in line for what t- what type of nigga Nick is. That's true. A bitch one. Yeah. That's the type of nigga he is. Well, I mean, he a bitch ass nigga married to a bitch ass woman, so you know. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Mm. Oh baby. That's the way that's Pray the way that things baby. go. When you pussy. Yeah. Pray for that baby. Ain't nothing wrong with it. It just got two boats over his parents. That's true. Mm. That's very true. I'm looking for well, then this girlfriend goes downstairs talking to Prince Brother, talking about he ain't been there for me. He ain't been doing nothing for me. He ain't been doing that. let me tell you something. You don't get to take somebody else's word over your partners with absolutely no receipts, no proof, no nothing. And then expect them to show up for you and be there and be present and be accountable and be accounted for every step of the way. Like y'all know, I love my ladies and we know that I know that these men don't be about shit a lot of the time. But when you let your friends have more say in your romantic relationships than your partner, it is a recipe for disaster and you're going to get something that you are not ready for. That's just it. And I hope when you watch these episodes back, you feel like boo-boo the fucking fool because all of this was done because Charmaine was itching to shirk responsibility for how piss poor she has been running second to the ink. And that's all what this, the crux of all of this boils down to is that Charmaine is doing such a, she is doing everything that she claimed that she didn't want to do and knew in, 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 uh, in nightmare. Like she said, now old nightmare was so toxic and, you know, we're doing things different here in second city, just to, just for this to be the same kind of shit, because you can change the shop, but you can't take the Charmaine out the shop. Sure. At all. And I mean, I don't know what you expect from somebody who refuses to be accountable in any form or fashion. There's nothing you could do with that. And it was only a matter of time before Charmaine ran Prince Prince off. 
because he had some concerns with how she was running the shop after the tattoo convention. And these were right. These, he was right to have those concerns. There is no way I've been your lead artist. I've been the one artist in your shop throughout the whole pandemic. And we get to a fucking tattoo convention that I had to chip in on. And you got me going to tattoo with a whole nother shop. And I'm giving up 50% of my fucking earnings. And you letting motherfuckers who don't work in your shop on a full-time basis have a booth at the convention. You was wrong and you didn't even straighten his hand financially. You know why? Because you can't afford to because that fucking shop is sucking money out of you because you're not running it properly. Mm. I'm very sorry for the things that you have gone through in days past and congratulations on the pregnancy but sell that fucking shop to somebody who could run it and run it successfully and And go go about your fucking day and go back to doing radio something that you actually good at because this ain't it this ain't it at all and we got to stop pretending we pretending and i don't like pretending i don't have a good imagination I can't do I can't do nothing but look at how stupid you constantly look. Well, I mean, it's one thing if it's one thing Charmaine ain't gonna do is be stupid. It's gonna look dumb than a motherfucker. Look mm-hmm. dumb as hell. Wait, hold on, wait, wait, wait. wait. I just I just called on. Wait, she pregnant again in real time? Yeah, she pregnant right now. I've been told you that. Oh god, damn. Well, Nick, you might be a bitch ass nigga, but your sperm potent as fuck. God damn. Well, yeah, she pregnant right now. Well, I hope you have a healthy pregnancy. I will say that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be never mind. I I, do too. All right, let, all right, let's move on. <laughs> let's I move do on. too, and I hope you get in some therapy and and figure out why you are the factor of chaos in every situation on that show. Every instance of chaos, Charmaine Walker Bay is involved. From the old nine mag to now to loyalty ink to second city ink to friendships to getting beat up by ad, you are the common denominator in chaos. Charmaine the chaotic. Right. Go sit your big ass down and 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 incubate that baby. As for Prince, I wouldn't never in life let a bitch like Charmaine get so deep under my skin that I'm losing my cool like that. You can do better and be better. There was no reason for you to react like that. Yeah. If anything, you should have went in there when you came in. It shouldn't even been no conversation. If Charmaine wasn't putting no money in your hand and apologizing for overstepping her boundaries, and if your woman wasn't calling Charmaine to the carpet for overstepping her boundaries. Cause let me tell you something, how good of a friend is Charmaine that she would expose something like that, make you the, the, the center of embarrassment amongst a group of motherfuckers that do not know you while cameras is rolling. Ain't no way that girl, your fucking friend. She ain't did you no fucking favors because if Prince was cheating on you like she say she was, Charmaine would have had some fucking receipts. All she had was some hearsay. That's not your friend. That's a messy bitch. 
Um, now. Speaking of messy bitches. <sighs> Segway Jones. You know it. Salt Lake City. Let's go, friend. Let me tell you something. Now, I know these are white women and others. I have a one damn black woman on the show. Well, she crazy, so she honestly don't even count. Um, but I love this show. I'm not going to lie. I love these messy bitches. <laughs> I love these messy motherfuckers. These women are fucking insane, and I love it. Um, I want to start here. Um, I am here for Whitney. Um, I forget her last name, it don't matter. I'm here for Whitney not putting up with Mary's craziness. Um, but what annoys me about Whitney is she stands up to these people, but then she also still wants to be their friend. And I don't understand that yeah. shit. She did, she did that shit with Lisa. She's doing this shit with Mary now. Like if these people are showing you who they are, Whitney, it's up to you to believe them. And if they are showing you who they are, they are showing you that they are vile ass people, then why the fuck do you still want to be their friend? That's the one issue I have with Whitney that I don't understand. At all. At all. I'm going to be honest. Ain't no fucking way I want to be friends with Mary after she told you she don't care about you, your friendship don't matter, and this, that, and the third. What, what's left in that friendship? Right. And then especially after the way that she like not only got mad with you because you were doing something, and she's not only that, then the way that she like very blatantly and overtly like talked down to you, this, that, and the third, like that is not somebody that you should want to be friends with. Like there's no reconciling, there's no men in the bridge, there's no building, you know, men in relationships over trouble waters. That bitch is insane. Recognize that, absorb it, take it, receive it, and let that go. Period. Now, speaking of letting go, I need Lisa Barlow to let go of this. I'm going to throw little hints about the dirt I know, but I ain't going to say it. Girl, what's that? What we always say on Twitter, friend? If you either name um, names or keep that shit on the playground. If you're going to fuck around, fuck around fuck expeditiously. Around. It is Otherwise, very. Don't fuck around at all and leave us alone. Meredith gave us the dirt she had on Jen. Yes. If you're not willing to do the same, get the fuck on somewhere. Like, my nigga, Meredith hired a private investigator. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Because <laughs> when, when I tell you I was fucking screaming, <laughs> Meredith said, I hired a private investigator on Jen because I just was not sure. And plus, you know, she was attacking Okay, with this fucking... <laughs> Okay. Okay, come on. You know that's how she talks. That's exactly how the bitch sound. It's why I'm in here fucking cackling. Like, like Meredith always talk like she, Meredith always talk like she going to sleep with peanut butter on her tongue. And I don't understand. Like, why is her voice so goddamn? Like, why do you sound yeah. like that, Meredith? Exactly. Like the mother of always. I, she sounded like she falling asleep like mid sentence, <laughs> like like the motherfucker got a constant yawn. Like, 
<laughs> but you oh. didn't lie you didn't lie and speaking of Jen I want to have a conversation because Jen Shaw is full of shit and that's why last season when she was doing all that posturing about Mary saying she smelled like hospital after coming from the hospital and her old dad's aunt lost both legs and it was traumatic for her and how dearly she loved that aunt bitch you were taking advantage of and scamming the same people your aunt was Mm. you were taking advantage of and scamming the same demographic of persons that your aunt was elderly Mm. sick shut in disabled lacking cognizance when it comes to certain things and decision making you took advantage of the same type of people your aunt was and brought you a stupid funny uh tiki mask looking ass from cash bandicoot on this fucking show and acted like you were so beat up because somebody said you smelled like the fucking intensive care unit (laughs) you have always been digging for a storyline but newsflash bitch you are dumb I do not think the feds would have started investigating Jen Shah if she wasn't on this fucking show. Mm. Because the type of bitch, and also a bitch paying for cash everywhere she go, it kind of is a red flag. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially somebody that- makes amazing money, but not the type of money where you should be throwing 80,000 birthday parties for some $80,000 birthday parties for somebody else that you're not even speaking to at the moment. Mm -hmm. You were scamming old people. And I know people have been he he laughing about the shit, but older people are the most vulnerable subset of people in our community, more so than babies, because babies can't attend. They can't uh, agree to shit. You can't right. call a baby up on the phone and be like, okay, yeah, you owe us the IRS this kind of money. Go get us $6,000 in eBay cards and send them to us. Baby don't even know what the fuck IRS is. So y'all, you went out of your way to take advantage of this subset of people in our communities showing that you had no honor, no love, no care, no concern for elderly persons. So what I want to say to you is we don't give a fuck that your auntie got both her legs cut off. Honestly, at this Lieutenant point, Dan I'm, ass aunt, Lieutenant I'm, Aunt. I'm gonna I'm be honest. I'm be I'm I'm here to stand in truth and transparency. I do not believe at this point, I do not believe that her aunt ever really had her legs amputated. I feel like Jen just needed that shit for a storyline. To have something to, to argue with Mary, um, which honestly that applies to both of them, not just uh, Jim, but I'm talking about Jim right now because I'll get I will get to Mary Crosby in just a sec. Um, but Jen, when you think about it, Jen really has not had a storyline until this shit with her uh, indictment and being arrested and being charged. When you think about it, she really hasn't had a storyline because. Nobody really gave a fuck about that shit she was going through with her husband. Let's be real. Um, the shit with her and Mary was tired because it was literally crazy, crazy bitch pointing that crazy bitch. Um, 
the shit with like the only thing that really was concrete was the you know homophobic shit she was liking or sharing or whatever um about brooks and once meredith put her foot down on that shit and she stopped doing it um like what else what else is her storyline ain't nothing to talk about with the motherfucker until this so i think everything except for her being homophobic towards brooks i think everything surrounding jen to this point was fabricated until now when some actual real life shit well the motherfucker was scamming um done got charged and arrested for fraud and shit which also her acting like she didn't do this shit like i know she has to do it for the cameras but it had me hollering because girl we know you did that shit everybody know you did that shit like when when they charge when i tell you i ain't got a goddamn extended warranty call since these damn charges happened like we know you did that shit um so yeah, I just think everything, you know, in the words of Meredith, everything about her life, you know, up to this point and her storyline on this show has just been a lie. Um, with that said, I am so tired and I really need somebody to just clock the shit out of Mary Cross because all this goddamn grandstand and performing about Mary talking about she always knew someone right with you and that's the third. Motherfucker, we have not forget have not forgotten both you and jen confirmed that before this show y'all knew each other and y'all was friends before this show so we have not forgotten that your a lot of people have flagged your church as a as a scammer safe haven right 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 and tying it back to the show this is why I need Lisa to stop with this like cryptic message bullshit. Because I mean, shout out to Heather being a real one. She's gonna say it in tonight's episode, but you tying your nose up at Jen for these indictments and charges about scamming and shit when the shit literally going on in your church and you doing it. So I really need somebody to just tell, and I hope it's Jan, I hope it's Janine or Janine, however you say her name. Um, but I really need somebody to just tell Mary to shut the fuck up with all this grandstanding and highbrow because you and Jen the same the same type of fucking crazy and scamming. Not the same type. Yep. That's why you motherfuckers were friends before this goddamn show. Yep. And I ain't never Let's gonna let you. About it. I ain't never gonna let you cuss with that shit, you little green-eyed evil ass bitch. I ain't never gonna. Ain't, ain't a damn thing holy about you, Mary Cross, but you're evil. You need an exorcism. That's what you need. You don't need the word. You need a you need a goddamn cross to the face. That's what you need. Exactly. Green-eyed Grinch bitch. We know who you is. Right. You ain't fooling us. You Talk are not it. of God. You are Talk nothing is holy about you. You are a typical religious scammer, religious predator. You prey mm. on people through the through the name of God and you make up all these fr- uh, false prophecies and frost this and false that talking about in the eyes of God this do this 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 and this and it's all about a check hello you are a terrible bitch Mary Crosby and we will not ever forget it here correct because two things can be true at the same time Jan Shaw's a terrible motherfucker that's getting what she deserves and you too also are a terrible motherfucker who is getting what she deserves Hey, hello. Now that is something you can amen. 
Go with God, bitch. Mm. Go leave far, us go, alone. Go far away. With whatever, with, whatever, away. whatever deity you serve, because it ain't my God. <laughs> whatever deity you serve, you and that deity go far, far away. Please. And and stay there and don't come back no more. Now speaking of going far, far away. This is a Lisa, my friend has said it plenty of times, but this is a Lisa Barlow hate podcast. Uh, Ma'am, beloved, Lisa, dear. Bitch. If you <laughs> if you don't stop all this goddamn crying and performance on about, I just feel so bad for Jenna. Girl, shut up. Shut up. Don't nobody kill. Spill this damn tea you got. Please. And I hope you do it. On Nobody feels sorry for Jen. I don't feel sorry for Jen. If you feel sorry for Jen, it's because you're doing the same type of scamming under the mm. guise of that motherfucking tequila company. Mm. Maybe you, maybe you, you, you worried about Jen because you're scared for yourself. Well, I'm saying because you know, because you know, once that domino falls, you know it travel. <laughs> you might be next. Ain't no way. Ain't no way I would be scared for somebody who allowed their employee to steal from one of my best friend's store. Hello. And I'm so glad Meredith clocked them on that. Like Meredith you, said, she, she, go Meredith, ahead, friend. No, I was just finna say Meredith, say, Meredith said, <laughs> you want me to do the impersonation? <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> what Meredith said? What she said? <laughs> Meredith said, why would I feel bad for someone that intentionally stole from my store? If you want to feel bad for Jen Shaw, go right ahead. But don't invite me to anything that me and her are at at the same time. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Meredith, why do you talk like that, girl? You got me hollering. <laughs> Impersonation aside, though, Meredith is writing off. So I'm, I'm tired of this. This is two episodes in a row. I don't know if they're going to do it in the time slip. So this is two episodes in a row of them trying to have, get Meredith to feel bad for Jen specifically. Why the fuck would Mer- Meredith feel bad for this motherfucker? After all the shit, not only the shit with her son, but also this shit with her son. Why, did, why would Meredith have any empathy for this woman? Why? It makes no sense. That's all I'm saying. Leave motherfuckers alone. Leave people alone. Just leave people the fuck alone. Quit trying to force people to make peace with motherfuckers who violate them. That part. Ain't no peace agreement. I don't give a fuck if y'all choose to be that woman friend, but keep her the fuck from around me. That's the least y'all could do. Like, please go on about your fucking business. Because mm. all, all this is given is performances. Very fucking performative. Very much performing. Which that in itself, you know, I mean, we ain't going to talk about it here because we got more show. Um, but that in itself just leads to a bigger conversation about how performance and grace, how, how performative forgiveness and grace is in American culture. With a lot of you motherfuckers. The hello. So. Yep. 
But we ain't gonna talk about it's that right now. We gotta finish up. Laced up and bullshit. Mm. Uh, well, that's all I have for Salt Lake City. Let's go talk about the season finale of Love and Marriage Huntsville, and they will be having a three-part reunion, and the three-part reunion look like it's going to get good and messy. But but let's get to one of the elephants in the room, and that is um, Kimmy and Maurice further clearing up the timeline of their meeting versus the timeline of he and Kiowa the uh separating and him filing for t- divorce on two separate occasions mm. there's a third brother that we've never seen on this show i don't know if maurice and marceau in ha- uh if they both share the same mom and same dad or the same mom or the same dad but there's a third brother and that's where the patricia lady comes in that we saw on the show not yesterday but the week before that mm-hmm. um who was is married or was married to the third brother and she introduced Kimmy and Maurice and apparently Maurice had up and moved from Detroit and filed for divorce by the time he met Kimmy so with that said we will walk back what we said if there if that is the absolute truth Will we walk back our side chick comments about Kimmy? Because the way Kiowa has made it seem throughout the seasons and the way that Marceau and the way that Tisha have presented it, it's as if she started messing, her and Maurice and Kimmy started messing around while that man was good and married and he left his wife for Kimmy. But according to Kimmy and Maurice, Kimmy wouldn't give Maurice the time of day until he was divorced and had got his whole phase out the way after his divorce. Y'all owe that lady an apology, especially you, Tisha, with your backbiting, backstabbing, the slop tongue having ass. Okay. Apparently, based on what we were learned last night, that she was not his side chick in any capacity. She was not messing with him while he was married. She didn't even meet him while he was still legally married. He was legally separated when he moved to Huntsville. And he was sleeping on the brother in Patricia's couch. Mm. You know how bad a motherfucker want to be done with you to move all the way to Huntsville, Alabama from Detroit, Michigan? (laughs) Right. And I know Detroit is uh, not in its glory days, you know, as it used to be, uh, which is white people's fault. But that's another show for another day. Um, yeah, yep. yeah, mm, uh, but yeah, white people messed up. <laughs> Hello. Uh, but yeah, to move from Detroit to, to Alabama, that's a oof, that's a mm, mm, that's that's quite a leap. Absolutely. Yep. Mm. And apparently, based from the previews, they're going to talk about this more on the reunion because I think Carlos King, which another person that's not seeing heaven, is going to like ask Kimmy. No, he's going to ask Maurice, like, where, where him and Kaya were messing around, still messing around after the divorce when he met Kimmy. Uh, to which I, to which, you know, the answer most likely is going to be no. Uh, but just goes to show you how messy this storyline is still going to continue to be. And they're going to keep asking this. I will say this. 
if this didn't clear it up, unless it's some more shit that's gonna come out of reunion, I hope y'all don't keep this storyline going of Kimmy being please the please let it go. Please, please let, let it go. go for the sake of his son. I'll, yes, and please let it go for the sake of her son, even though her son is grown as hell. No, nobody's kids should be forced to sit up and and watch somebody constantly lie on their parents. Yeah, like let it go, please. Please let it go. Please. Um, I just want to say that Miss Wanda, the type of bitch to get bucked when security there. <laughs> because every time male mama check the shit out of Miss Wanda, she get in that green screen and act like she did all the checking. You better have KBQ with me, child. Y'all, you know how I am. Yeah, you ain't bitch. shit. Male, male mama check you every fucking time. And I'm talking about check you into submission. That woman say, we good. Just don't give my daughter no advice. I got it handled. Which, which, yes, because imagine taking advice from Wanda or anything. Imagine taking, imagine feeling entitled to give relationship advice when you are a married woman who openly cheats on her husband. Mm. Don't nobody want no relationship advice for a bitch who don't even have the the nuts to leave a marriage she not happy in? This bitch got a boyfriend and a husband on the side. Wanda, we don't want no advice from you. Like people, like people want Sierra's prayer, not Wanda's curse. Hello. What the fuck? I was glad that they dragged Tiffany. It was well deserved. And we ain't going to act like it wasn't. All that transparency shit go out the window when it's time for you to tell your shit. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing that I've been glad to see. And then Tiffany talking about it's a time and a place for everything. Was it a time and a place when you went on that uh, anniversary trip that you was uh, barely invited to and told this woman in front of the other women that her and her husband wasn't on the same page? Mm-hmm. I just find it funny how. When it comes was to you, it, go ahead, friend. No, because was it a time and a place when you was in front of that woman talking about you remember when you saw her husband with another woman and you thought it was her and then when you saw her, you was like, girl, you look good in that outfit yesterday. And she was like, girl, that wasn't me. I wasn't at that event. Mm. Was that the time and a place at a birthday mm. brunch? Mm-hmm. Was it a time and a place when at that same birthday brunch you brought up in front of everybody to Kimmy about Monster getting caught vaping? Mm-hmm. Bitch, don't you sit up here and tell me about no time to place with your poorly dressed ass because you and your feelings because you got called out. You got called out with your non dressing ass always dressed for goddamn church. Bitch, <laughs> bitch dressed yeah. like she part of the deaconess board. Yeah, and it's a shame too because she got such a nice body. But girl, why you dressing like Sister Odell? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't just, bring Tiffany and don't bring Tiffany and Lurch back on this damn show. Please. They brought. She don't nothing. know. She don't know how to act. They brought absolutely nothing. And when it was time for her to spill her tea, also, bitch, you didn't remember what you said because you told Tisha you wanted more and different. Mm. Tisha get on my motherfucking nerves, but she was right. Yeah, that's what you said. Which that in and of itself is why you got to get off this show because you got us agreeing with Tisha. 
Huh. Elephant in the room. Destiny has been weird all season, and I want Destiny to go talk to Dr. Francis. <laughs> since he's the, he the show therapist, go talk to Dr. Francis because there is no way, there is no way in hell, there is no form, there is no rhyme, there is no reason that at this event, at this time, at this moment, you pulled your friend to the side and to talk to her about the lack of village you have while also telling her you can, you'll babysit her four kids. Bitch, you don't have enough of a village for your one kid. Why would Melody Holt drop four kids off to you and you struggling with one, crying about a fucking village? Are you okay, bitch? No, she is not. I was... Go ahead, Frank, because I got thoughts and words. Go ahead. I want to remind people that Destiny and Melody are friends by proxy of Martell. Martell and Destiny have been good friends long before he met Mel, kind of grew up together, went to the same schools. The rumor mill says they, they dated in high school briefly. You are Martell's friend through and through. For better and worse. I absolutely understand Mel taking a step back, not just from Destiny, but people as a whole in that circle because they continue to stay neutral in a situation that is very clearly right or wrong. There is no gray area in the situation with Martel and Melody. He was wrong. He violated. She left. Yep. He violated repeatedly. Let me say that repeatedly yeah. over and over again, resulting in two different pregnancies and one pregnancy that resulted in a child. Yep. Y'all have tried to be neutral in some shit where there is no neutrality. He is wrong. And y'all have been afraid to everybody, but Marceau been afraid to tell that nigga he dead fucking wrong. Not only that to take it a step further, not only have y'all been doing that, y'all been trying to not even low-key, high-key push them, push them or push Mel specifically to try to get back with this nigga knowing the type of shit that he did. Absolutely. Like every goddamn time y'all get, you motherfuckers get together, y'all talking about holding hope getting back, Mel and Martell getting back together. Every time y'all do this shit, knowing that the wound is still fucking fresh, which is honestly part of, probably another big part of why Mel um, has uh, not healed from that shit um, and is still holding a lot of anger and resentment. Like every time y'all do this shit and then y'all wondering, like, like, you know, you said it a lot of times, Candace, like y'all do this shit, then wonder and have the stupid face when they get to arguing and shit blow up and, and, and it's all like chaos and shit. So that's also yep. probably a reason why she took a step back from everybody in the group, which understandable. Yeah. And now I want to say this. Oh, shit. Damn, I almost uh, knocked over the bait. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I text my friend this while I was watching the episode, uh, getting ready to record today. And I text my friend this very simple sentence. Um, and that this shit was stupid. Um, and I have said this before, I will say it again. 
Destiny needed a storyline this season because she is refusing to share and be open and transparent about what the hell went wrong with the nigga that make the good chicken uh, and her divorce and stuff, which that is her right. She does not have, she's not obligated to share, but if you are not going to share and give us mess, then relegate your ass to friend of this show and make very minimal appearances because the shit you have been given this season, just arguing with Mel over just over dumb shit like this here, it's been annoying and draining to watch and it serves no purpose. Like it is literally, it's, it's like all the goddamn filler that's in Naruto. Yeah. It serves no purpose. Cause this was dumb. There should not have been an argument. Like, like, for, like Mel and Martell in the same goddamn space and they not arguing, but you up here arguing with Mel looks some stupid shit. This and the girl, what? Yeah. Like how you how you arguing with, with, with Mel before Martel and y'all and they in the same space? I really thought we was gonna get a chance to drag Martel, um, but I see we was not able to drag Martel. Well, I got a slight bit of drag for him, but not as much as this. Um, aside from him coming to a party he wasn't invited to, I don't have a huge issue with Martel. Uh I do feel like the, it was a, it wasn't completely genuine, but it was a little bit of sincerity there. And My I issue, think he is realizing right. that he is never going to get his wife back. And that, that honestly kind of segues into my slight little dragon with him. Um, because you're absolutely right. It was, it was, it was half genuine, but half not. And on the show when they was there. Okay, let me preface this. The Martell that was at the party there, that's not a Martell I'm gonna drag. My dragon is for the motherfucker in the confessionals. Cause you had to read between the lines and his confessionals, he's like, you know, you know, it's, it's that shit, it's that little narcissistic shit he does in the word. And he's like, you know, male became this, you know, because of me, because I, you know, yeah, it's like, nigga, how, how are you here to celebrate her and give her encouragement and love, but then you are taking the credit for her growth and development. That's my issue with him in the confessional. Like at the party, he was fine. Uh, even when she was throwing, you know, jabs and digs and stuff, like he didn't react, he didn't blow up and stuff, uh, which I know is bare minimum with him, but it's Martel. So like him at the party, I didn't have a problem with. It's the shit he was saying in the confessional. I was like, okay, here goes the Martel I know, being the same narcissistic, you know, assholes, passive aggressive, you know, you know, Melanie is this because, you know, what I did, you know, I supported her, I built it. It's like, nigga, if you're going to show love, if you're going to give me credit, give me credit, not yourself. Yeah. So that's the issue. If you're going to show love, make it genuine. Yes. Yes. Like, I feel like the Martell that was at the party was genuine, but the one that, that was in the confessional, that was, you know, the true Martell. So that's the part I was going to drag a bit because that I that was weird. That was real weird. Yeah. But at the part of the real weirdo was this and that because, girl, what? <laughs> that didn't need to be a fight. And especially at that event. <laughs> like, what? That's the shit y'all could have talked about on the phone or in the text message if you really wanted to talk about it. Not at that party at that moment. It it was giving very much. I want to be seen. I need yes. some camera time. Yes, yes. Is is what it was given? If we was to be honest, mm-hmm. 
because she has if no we if we was being honest she has no story it was line. given look at me look at me i'm sandra dean <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was given <laughs> you are ridiculous but you're not wrong uh, but i didn't get- lie if Destiny not gonna bring anything to the show, get off this goddamn show. Move her to a friend of the show. Yeah. Let her make a couple appearances here or there. But if she's not, if she's if she can't be completely honest with us about her divorce and the toll that it is very obviously taken on her to the fact that she had Mel's video premiere begging for um Screen time. community and village and shit. Get her mm. off this goddamn show. Right. She don't need and to maybe she maybe she has a court order that she can't talk about the details of the divorce. But say that. Something. Give us something other than this weird shit that you're doing. Something. Well, I'm looking forward to the reunion. I'm very much looking forward to the reunion because it's gonna be a lot of anger. Yes, At a lot reunion. of anger, a lot of anger, a lot of mess, a lot of strife, mm-hmm. a lot of chaos, a lot of calamity. Yes, Mel walking off the goddamn set and shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm want to see it all, socks and drawers. So, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> my mind, my heart, my body is so we ready to see these motherfuckers cut the fool. Yes, I am definitely looking forward to Martel versus Marceau. I am. And you know what? Something really struck me that stood out to me was the accusations that Marceau and Melody have messed around. Do you believe they have? No. No, me either. I don't believe it, but it makes for good I believe this. Yeah, I believe this is another instance of Marceau deflecting from his behavior. I believe mm-hmm. this is another instance of uh, Martel not holding himself accountable and want to talk about, well, you did it too. Yeah. Which he but even kinda... if other motherfuckers on that show cheated, they didn't They didn't create no outside babies. Hello, like my nigga, you made a whole family. And I think, who the Carlos King? I think Carlos even asked him, like, if you didn't, like, you know, and of course they edited it in Splash Day, so we're not going to know to watch the room. But he asked, like, if you had met this other woman before Mel, would you be married? And it's like, you're not even with this bitch to even lie and say you would be. Right? Because <laughs> you divorced now and you're not with the bitch. Right? You, you got paying... her blocked on all social media. Right. Is he paying shot support for the job? I don't know, but he posted a picture of his four kids with Mel and they all had on matching pajamas with him. And that other baby wasn't nowhere to be found. And my thing is, mm. you you made that bed lay in it. Stop keeping that baby a secret. Right? When you doing all this matchy matchy daddy fun time shit, why are you not doing it with your new baby? Mm-hmm. Why are you so gung ho on keeping that child separate from your other kids? Mm. They have another sibling. They should have a chance to get to know their other sibling. Yeah. Y'all full of shit. You full of shit. And that bitch full of shit because she fully knew what she was doing when she was laying down with you, cocking her legs open. I I really do. I don't think we've ever held her accountable for her role in this. Oh, yeah. She really slept with another married man. 
Absolutely. You willingly laid down and had unprotected sex with a married man and had a child with him. Yeah, you was a girl. While he was still married. married. You two are a piece of shit. Yeah, absolutely. And the way you got him is the way you lost him because after all that backbiting you did, all that trying to be seen on social media and tell your side and your story, and you don't even have that man. Mm. Was it worth it? Did you work? You could have had a baby regardless. You could have had a baby with a man that would have been your man. You had a baby with a married man. You was backbiting and, and, and all that shit to another woman, helping add to her pain, her stress. And you don't even have that man. He ain't yours. He don't claim you. You don't have he that don't, man. He, you don't, so you, he don't, you played he don't yourself. Claim, he don't claim you because he's still in love with his wife. He's still well, in love with his wife. His ex-wife. And he realizing the grass was not greener on the other side. Mm-hmm. He realizing that the jaw was not locked on the other side. You know what? I think that's over. Uh, yeah, that's enough. Let's listen, show. I think that's no, go enough. ahead. What you was trying to say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he realized Lock that jaw, jaw. the slack jaw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. He realized that Gawk did not rock on the other side. Gawking is slocking. That Gawking is slocking. All right. I don't even know how to spell spell slocking, but that shit sounds ridiculous. That's not like that's not like some shit you go through a straw, right? You know what? We about to get out of here. Yeah. Uh, We'll see y'all back next week. Happy holidays. don't let Black Friday catch you slipping. It's the same prices they've been having all year. They just raised them up and made you think they lowered them. Um, support Black businesses that know how to be good businesses. Okay? And we'll see y'all back next week. Peace, Peace niggas.